Hey, Smarty fans, your pal Trusty has a gift for you. A seven-day free trial of Who Smarted Plus. That's right. If you sign up for Who Smarted Plus, you'll get one week of free access to all our subscriber episodes and bonus Smarty Qs, all ad-free. Parents, educators, and Smarty Pants have been letting us know how much they love their Who Smarted Plus subscriptions. Now's your chance to see what all the excitement is about. Again, this offer is 100% free. You can cancel any time within the trial week. But I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around for all the exciting adventures and extra smarting. Sign up now right in Apple Podcasts or on whosmarted.com. Just click Join Who Smarted Plus. Thanks for smarting with us and supporting Who Smarted. Hey, parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants, I am just flush with excitement to play a game that is going to bowl you over. Here it is. I'm thinking of one of the greatest inventions of all time. Any guesses what it is? What? You need some hints? Well, I actually gave you two in the first line I said. But in case you didn't catch him, this invention is something everyone uses every day that's widely considered to be one of the most important health inventions of all time. No, not the sink. But close. This invention has lots of nicknames, including a few silly ones like John or Lou. Did you get it yet? Last hint. I may be flush with excitement, but this invention is flush with... I bet you got it now. Why? It's the toilet. Of course, we all know what toilets are used for. I can think of at least one or two reasons. Ew. Yes, I know it's a little gross to think of the toilet, but just think of it. Toilets are everywhere. In our homes, schools, places of work, places of worship, restaurants. They're on boats, planes, trains, some buses, and even inside the International Space Station. Whoa. Whether we need to poop, pee, or say goodbye to our dearly departed goldfish. Toilets are a part of your daily life. Uh, hurry up in there. I gotta go. Oops, maybe a public restroom isn't the best place to record a podcast. Just a minute. Modern toilets have been around for almost two centuries, so it's no surprise we take them for granted. But what makes toilets so important? Who actually invented the toilet? And what did humans do before toilets? Do you smell that, Smarty Pants? Sorry. No, not you. It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted? 
So, smarty pants, what makes toilets so important? Would you believe toilets actually save lives? I am a toilet man. No, no, not like your favorite superhero. I shall return. You see, before toilets, our ancestors relied on very primitive ways to dispose of their <clears throat> poop, which would often contaminate their water supplies and spread deadly diseases such as cholera, diarrhea, and dysentery. The World Health Organization estimates, even today, that inadequate sanitation from human waste causes 432,000 deaths a year. And despite modern toilets having existed for over a century, only 68% of the world has access to them. What? Modern toilets provide an efficient and safe way to process human waste, which drastically reduces the risk of infection from contact with the parasites and pathogens known to live in poop. So who invented these life-saving devices? Well, it's complicated. It was I, Sir John Harrington. I invented the first flush toilet in 1596. No, it was I, Alexander Cummings. I was the first to patent the design of the flush toilet in 1775. Uh, you're both wrong. It was me, Thomas Crapper. I held nine patents for the flush toilet, and I opened the world's first bathroom showroom in 1870. Hold on. Is your last name really... Crapper? Why, yes, yes, it is. It comes from an old English name, crop, meaning cut. Well, silly name or no, I still say it was me. Nope, the John was invented by me. John. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. We'll get to the bottom of this. But first, we need to understand where toilets came from. History tells us the first toilets date back to around 1700 BCE. Do you know which civilization made the first toilet? Was it A, the Minoans, B, the Romans, or C, the ancient Chinese? The answer is A, the Minoans. Who? Never heard of them. The Minoans were a Bronze Age civilization living on and around the island of Crete in the Mediterranean Sea. One of the earliest known toilets was discovered at the Minoan Palace of Knossos. Built almost 4,000 years ago, Minoan toilets were mostly reserved for the upper class and had a wooden seat constructed over a flushing conduit, which was a primitive sewer system that funneled water from a rooftop tank down into an underground sewer. The coolest part? You never had to flush. No flusher? Huh. I'd hardly call that a toilet. You wouldn't know the first thing about toilets because you didn't invent them. Nor you, sir. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, pipe down. Haha, <laughs> get it? Pipe down? Anyway, to use this ancient toilet, Minoans would simply squat over the open hole and their waste would be flushed out of the city by the running water in the conduits or sewers below. It may not have been nearly as comfortable or hygienic, as the toilets of today, but it got the job done. Over the next few hundred years, toilets exploded. Whoops, not like that. I meant toilet technology exploded. The first advancement in toilets came from the ancient Greeks in 1000 BC. 
they developed public bathrooms called latrines, which were large rooms with bench seats connected to a shared drainage system. Nowadays, the idea of sharing a bathroom with up to 20 other people sounds crazy. But back then, it was perfectly normal. The ancient Romans even used public bathrooms as a social gathering place. Ah, trusty narrator. Funny running into you here. Um, I was just going. Me too. Yeah, don't know about you, Sparty Pants, but this is not my kind of social gathering. Public bathrooms weren't the only option for ancient Greeks and Romans looking to um, take care of business. Smarty Pants, do you know what a porta potty is? Maybe you've used one at a park or an outdoor event. Well, in ancient times, our ancestors invented their own version of porta potties called chamber pots. Chamber pots were mostly kept in homes, but after you were done, you'd need to empty it yourself. Ew. Our ancestors would carry their chamber pots outside and dump the stinky contents into a cesspit. Chamber pots were used throughout the Middle Ages, and it was during this time that they picked up a fun nickname. Can you guess what it was? Was it A, the poopy pot, B, the stinky bowl, or C, the loo? If you said C, the loo, you're right. Ah, yes, the loo, a British word for toilet. That's right. But despite being a British word for toilet, Lou actually comes from the French phrase garder l'eau. Smarty Pants, can you guess what the phrase garder l'eau means? Is it A, guard the loo, B, my tummy hurts, or C, watch out for the water? If you said B, maybe you need to use the loo. It must mean A, guard the loo. Sorry, Alexander, the correct answer is C, Watch out for the water. The French would shout out this phrase when tossing the waste from their chamber pots out the window to make sure no one was around. I sure wouldn't want to be in the splash zone for that, smarty pants. It wasn't until the late 16th century when things started to change, or almost change. True or false, smarty pants, the first flush toilets were actually rejected by the Queen of England. The answer is right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, 
or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From calorie-smart to protein-plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted. All right, smarty pants, true or false? The first flush toilets were actually rejected by the Queen of England. The answer is... True! That's right. No one believed in my Ajax. Sorry, Ajax? I called my flush toilet invention the Ajax, named after Jake's, which was a slang word for toilet. Toilets sure do have a lot of funny names. Indeed. Ajax was a device that poured water from an elevated tank down into a toilet bowl, which would flush the waste down into a cesspool below. In 1596, I installed an Ajax at Richmond Palace for my godmother, Queen Elizabeth I, but she refused to use it because she found it too noisy. Also, the fumes from the cesspool below would seep up into the bathroom, creating an awful stench. Sir John, it sounds like your toilet was missing a crucial piece of plumbing design called an S-pipe. A what? An S-pipe! Without my invention, Sir John's so-called toilet was nothing more than a glorified chamber port. How dare you? Sorry, Sir John, but Alexander Cummings is kind of right. After Ajax failed to gain any traction, toilets took a dump. 
The chamber pot remained largely in favor until around 1775, when watchmaker Alexander Cummings was given the first patent for a flushable water closet. In addition to improving the shape of the toilet bowl, Cummings created the S-shaped pipe, or S-trap. This patented pipe curved below the toilet and would fill with water, which forms a natural seal to trap the foul odor of waste from rising back into the room. No more foul odor, you say? I suppose that's an improvement. An improvement, perhaps, but no one even wanted a toilet until I came along. I beg to differ! Sorry, Alexander. Thomas Crapper is right. Despite both of your impressive design improvements, toilets weren't in demand until the late 19th century, when Thomas marketed the first widely successful lines of flush toilets and opened the world's first bathroom showroom in 1870 in the United Kingdom. Aha! I win! Not so fast, Thomas. It would be unfair to say you invented the toilet. That honor is shared between Sir John Harrington and Alexander Cummings. But you did create the ballcock, also known as the toilet fill valve, which is still used in toilets today and helps distribute water evenly between the water tank and the bowl. And that, my smarty friends, is the history of toilets. Wait, what about the toilets of the future? Yes, although by future he means today. <sighs> As a trusty narrator, I can never turn down an opportunity for more smarting. Okay, today's toilets have seven main components. The handle, the tank, the bowl, the fill valve, the flush valve, the overflow tube, and the flapper. When you push down on the flush handle, it pulls on a chain. The flapper is the part of your toilet that seals the opening between the tank and the toilet bowl. The flapper lifts and releases water down the flush valve into the bowl. The water then goes through the S-trap. By S-trap? That's right. The water goes through the S-trap and into the drain. Once the tank is empty, the flapper closes and seals the tank until the next flush. Finally, the fill valve activates and refills the tank with water. Once the water reaches the overflow valve, the ballcock rises and stops the water from overfilling the tank. That's my invention. It sure is. Hmm. Gentlemen, I'd like to apologize. It would appear we all had a hand in inventing the toilet to some degree. Apology accepted. Twas a team effort indeed. Ah, oh, I love happy endings. Don't you, smarty pants? Uh all this toilet talk has made me have to go. Uh, can someone direct me to the nearest bathroom? I just went in that chamber part of there. That was my bike helmet. Oh, I, I don't know what a bike is. A big shout out to Who Smarted, obsessed superfan Ezra in Eider, Alabama. Thanks so much for listening and keep smarting with us, smarty pants. This episode, Toilets, was written by Brad Portapati de Prima and voiced by Taya Tidybull Garland, Chris Outhouse Okawa, Jason Washroom Williams, Adam Two Flush Davis, Max Commode Kamaski, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hit the Head Han. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Squeeze the Charmin Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.
Ever wondered if spiders have bones? How about why we jump when we're scared? The podcast, Moment of Um, answers those questions that pop into your head out of nowhere. From the producers of Brains On and Smash Boom Best, Moment of Um delivers a bite-sized episode every weekday. A perfect brain snack the whole family can enjoy. Follow Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts.